episode 126. My name is Justin Peach. Hey, I'm Chris. And this is the Bible Buffoons Podcast. Well, hello. And welcome. Listeners far and wide. And near. And near and far. Near and far. Yes. Deep and wide. All of the above. Or tall. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't, as, I don't know the elevation. As far as the east is from the west. That's just back here. Yes. Right? That's it. Because it's a globe. Yeah. It's a circle. It's a circle. It can just come straight back. But not in the ancient Hebrew mindset. No. <laughs> I, no, I get it. That's just like forever. Yeah. Like always have. <laughs> but... Into into flat earthers, they probably are like, yeah, yeah. You keep going, and either way, you just, you just go. That's it. But not not for us. <laughs> not for us, because uh, I'm not a flat earther. How? Um, I mean, not that we really need to go too far down. Let's this. go. We'll cancel everything we have to answer this question. <laughs> but I mean, I understand. Are we getting into flat earth theory? I, well, I'm just curious, like. <laughs> It, All of my uh, late is, is night that, YouTube is that not just rabbit holes? Something that we can pretty easily prove that the Earth is not flat, and they just don't believe the science. Yeah, and yeah. the videos. And yeah. The so uh, the way that they, one of my favorite things is you can go on YouTube and look at people trying with their own experiments trying to disprove. Yeah. And when it doesn't work, like oh. What? Wait, I messed up somewhere. And you're like, no, it's just... <laughs> the Earth it, isn't flat, yes. in fact. Uh, and they believe... I'm not going to speak for every flat earther, but okay. from the ones that I have listened to, um, is that all the videos and everything, that's it's all Photoshopped. Like, right. e- even, even like the real time, you could, I think you can go to NASA right now and look up like rover pictures live yeah. and they're like mm, this is fake so if, so there's no way to like have a rational conversation with them because they're like oh no but it's all fake and we're like, in a new we're in a new day now where previously not too long ago you, you had, mean like tuesday like, like no, today tuesday no 2023 whatever today is the 10th not long ago if you wanted to go to space you had to be a scientist, a mathematician, former Navy pilot. Oh, yeah. Somebody with some sort of credential. Now you can just pay Jeff Bezos and go. Well, well, but, it, it's, well there's, but there's different levels at space. Back, yes, way back when you had to be all... You had to have those credentials to go because like... Something could happen up Something there. could happen. You're doing stuff. Those are the people that are like going to the space station and doing stuff yeah. and... The people that are just paying Jeff Bezos, or the or like the dude perfect guy, like yeah. we just watched that video where he went to space. Yeah, you go up for about ten minutes and then you come back down. You're but not. I imagine even that high, you could get some sense of the roundness of the Earth. I watched. I watched the dude perfect video where they where where did it look like? Yeah, it was a. Why don't we get like number one flat earther? Well, the main guy. Well, and you send him up. Well, he died. Oh well. You know why? Who's number two? Do you know how he died? Absolutely. I don't. I didn't know he existed. So I don't know his name. Made a rocket himself because he's like, I'm going up to prove that it's. And then it didn't end well. People can't just build rockets. I don't think. He did. I think it was illegal. It doesn't matter now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's not alive. But, um, 
Yeah, you'd think that it's probably... Um, this seems like something we could kind of knock out in, over a period of time. I mean, like... Unless... Like unless, a few minutes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah not like a short period of time we should yeah. be able to. But you know what? And also, what a what a weird hill to die on. Like, who cares? <laughs> like, There's like conventions and yeah. stuff. I don't think they're big. <laughs> uh there's only so much space. But there's big but there's big enough conventions that they I mean there's it's big enough where people fill up a Hilton ballroom somewhere and do it. There you go. And talk about it, bring in speakers. Okay. But hey, if that brings you again, I don't wanna I don't wanna squash anybody's joy, but <laughs> they might have I mean, they may just be like, Look, my life sucks. I ain't got nothing going on. This is something that I could dive into to just get real weird with it. Yeah. Just go deep. Like it just thinks that it's that it's a hundred percent false. Yeah. That it's I like just, that's I not mean, true. That's bad. I feel bad for them. It's sad. But if if they're happy with it, I'm not trying to steal their joy. Yeah. And I don't think they're trying to I mean some people are, but it's not so far in the mainstream where it's affecting my life where yeah. I'm like trying to get pushed or like Not yet at least. Well, I, I mean I'm not I haven't seen any emails <laughs> from like the elementary school from Hoover School System saying, Hey, we're gonna be teaching this now. We because, got a new flat earth curriculum. <laughs> yeah. Then I would be like, Well, we gotta talk. I that's not how I thought this episode would start out. That happens at least half the time. Yeah, for sure. Usually I come to you with a crazy thing. Um all right, got a few things. Got a, I have a correction. Oh, my. Last week, I shouted out the guy that I did not know that I met in the hot tub in Panama City after Christmas. Sounds like a, the, a great start to a story. <laughs> With his son, David, the father of David. Yes, David's father. And I went home, and I was like, yeah, we talked about David's father from Atlanta. She goes, his name is Chris, and he's from Montgomery. And I, was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, my B. So, Chris, sorry, dog. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, <laughs> if that last one didn't kick you off because we completely misidentified I know, you. I know. I'm so sorry. Both in name and location. Yes, but now, hey, still, kudos to you for serving at your church. I'm still proud of you. I'm still awesome. proud of you, too. And I don't that, know you. Yeah, but we like it. Um, all right. We also, you know, I didn't do the stinger, the uh, live, yeah. a stinger for our countries the other day, which I forget who we added. I said it a few weeks ago, but we have a new one. It's time for a Bible buffoons global update. Got a new country. Yes. Cambodia. I'm sure it's beautiful over there. I don't know much about Cambodia. Yeah. Uh, Asian country. Yeah. Southeast Asian, I believe. Southeast Asian country by Thailand. Thailand, Vietnam. It's right there underneath them. Yeah. Um, Is it small? Big or small? Somewhat small. I'd say probably the same size as Vietnam. Okay. I don't know. Maybe. You hit him with that Vietnam. I know. No. <laughs> you tried not to. I'm trying not to. I don't, I never know how to say that. I always feel like I'm saying it in a racist way. I do not mean that at all. Uh, <laughs> please forgive me. Because they are also a listener. They were an early one, actually. That's right. I remember that. They were like top 10, 15 countries. But Cambodia. So I did a little research. And the website that I found was garbage. Oh. It was like 12 things that you don't know about Cambodia. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is my, this is exactly, I don't want to read anything. Show me some pictures. Give me 12 headlines. Let me just get it. <laughs> One, the only flag 
that has uh, a building on it. Oh. Don't know the building. I didn't read that far. But, but it's got one. It's got one. I was like, that's kind of cool. I was like, all right, this that's number one. Website's going good. Number two, I think it has the largest lake in Asia. Oh. It's massive. Some big old catfish. Well, but it's it's a lake, but it's kind of like a bunch of rivers. It okay. kind of has some. It doesn't look like your typical Lake Erie. It doesn't yeah. look like that. But I was like, cool. Then it was like, uh, the ruins there are bigger than you think. Like, oh, oh well, oh, I didn't okay. think anything <laughs> about them. So yeah, they're like that's kind of a low bar. Yeah, they're like they're like they also eat bugs. Yeah. Okay, a pretty, lot a lot of countries there, do. Yeah. yeah, like that's not anything crazy. One goes, you can get anywhere in the country basically on uh this like trolley bike. You know, bikes where you can sit in the back like taxi bikes. Yeah. Oh, me, yeah. oh uh a rickshaw. Yeah, but they call it something else, okay. but yes, it's a rickshaw. Yeah. Me and my wife, we call it the uh ding ding bikes. Uh, uh there's a bunch of them in like Charleston. Yeah. But they but you know the bell. Ding yeah. ding ding ding. So we're like, hey, let's get a ding ding bike. I I know a guy who uh, made extra money in college at Auburn pulling a rickshaw. Driving people home at yeah, night and being yeah. like, hey, I'll be your DD. Yeah. Just hop in this bike. I'll take you home. That's, great. That's exactly right. Awesome. But they were also like, you can get anywhere on in this bike. I was like, this is the worst website. Yeah, not helpful. No. The first two, solid. Cool. Unique but, facts. But good for Cambodia. Awesome that you're listening. Uh, you mentioned eating bugs. I actually saw, you know, I like to watch a lot of food shows. Uh, it was a food show about Cambodia and they like walk fry these huge tarantulas. And the guy was kind of like nervous about eating them, but he ate it and he was like, it tastes like soft shell crab. <laughs> yeah, probably. It was like, it's delicious. Yeah. The picture they showed was just like something fried on a stick. Yeah. Hey, it's protein, baby. Great. Get it where you can get it. Uh, Years ago, for our fall retreat, we played some games, and I went online and bought some uh, bugs to eat. Yeah. You can buy them off Amazon if you're bored. Some crickets. Yeah. Bought some crickets and bugs, and I, people that lost the games, they had to eat. I mean, I didn't force them, but <laughs> you know, you can get a junior high boy to be like, yeah, I'll eat it. Uh, and it's just crunchy. There ain't right? any bugs uh, in Honduras. I think like Central American have a pretty good no. bug, eat, bug eating culture. No, Honduras, I've never knowingly yeah. ate any bugs. It's You also have beans, though, every single meal. It's like, here's your breakfast beans, here's your lunch beans, here's your. You want dessert? It's going to be on beans. Protein, again. It's a ton of beans. You got to get your protein where you can get it. Like, if you think you got a bad stomach, it's hard in the morning. That's. Being like, here's eggs and beans. Yeah. And you're like, all right, for the next 10 days, I'm eating <laughs> eggs and beans this morning. Those, uh, I don't know. In milk. Or it's, like, or, or it's like cereal. And you're like, oh, God. There's a guy talking about, uh, he went to London for the first time. And, you know, they're like, big breakfast yeah. includes baked beans. Yeah. <laughs> he was talking about how his American system wasn't quite used to that. Mm-mm. Filled him full of beans and black coffee. And oh, then he got my word. And said, uh-oh. <laughs> it's like, clear out. Yeah. <laughs> said, uh-oh, it's a bad... Yeah, I I remember um, going to Europe when I was in like ninth grade. Uh, our school did a trip. My dad went with me. It was a cool deal. It was. I won't say it's wasted. I would love to do that two week trip now. Yeah, not a great trip for like a fourteen year old. Yeah, it was fine. But I I mean, and I remember most of it. I should have took more notes. Yeah, I took zero. Mm-hmm. Um, that was back then. Like pictures. Like now you go and it's like. You have your phone and you can take a billion pictures. Yeah. Mom was like you had a, a disposable digi- Polaroid. Well, I had like a digital camera that was the size of this computer. Yeah. And you're like, haul that around. Yeah. Um, but I remember getting there and them being like, look, 
you eat what you eat, or if you have free time, you can walk to McDonald's because yeah. every country basically has McDonald's. Yeah. And so we'd get up early and like walk miles to McDonald's because it was nothing. like, I don't want to eat. Uh, uh, a, a sausage and wheat bread, and that's it. And you're like, all right, that's what I'm eating in Germany today is a, a sausage. Uh, <laughs> like, I remember the first place, one of the first place we went to, I was like, oh, dad, I don't know what I want. It's like, just get it's It's like a hot dog. I was like, oh, I'll take it. And it was literally a toasted piece of wheat bread with just a sausage laying on, like, no bun or nothing. Hey. And it was like, here's some like sauerkraut mustard. I was like, oh, this is going to be a long two weeks. <laughs> Uh, now I'm like that sounds delicious. I'm, I, I would be all about <laughs> right. They, yeah. My palate was not ready. My my Wasn't ninth grade palate was not refined. It was chicken nuggets and uh, that's it. Yep. Um. Yeah. Cool beans. Uh. Yeah. Don't have much. Not a lot going on. National championship game was last night. Very boring. It's boring. They won by 58 points. That's a the largest in any bowl game ever. And it was the national championship. And it was to be the, two the, best na- the two best teams. It was not. Um, my wife did look, and she we were sitting at the end of the game, and she goes, who has Georgia played this year? Is this the worst beating that Georgia has put on somebody all year? It was, wasn't it? And I was like, they played Samford down the street. Samford gave him a little run Samford gave minute. him a run. Yeah. Georgia Tech gave him a run. Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt gave him a run. Missouri almost beat him. Missouri almost beat him, but – the number two ranked team or three TCU literally got ran off the field. Literally. Game was, that game was over after the first quarter, and, and not then, the first half. Oh, and then, uh, I've seen a lot of stuff online of, um, a bunch of sports people uh, on Twitter. I basically follow sports and weather. That's how I know I'm getting old. Yeah. And, uh, like meat cooking, smoking <laughs> videos. Like it's basically, it's all I do. But multiple people said, wait till it goes to the 12-team expansion, and they go, it's only going to take a year or two where it's four SEC teams. Yeah. Like, it's going to be that. Yeah. Nonstop. And it's going to be great. The occasional Big 12 might get sprinkled. Not Big 12, uh, Big 10. Clemson, ACC may uh, yeah. you know get in there. Maybe the occasional USC. Miami may get a little better. Yeah. Who knows? But you're like, come on. Notre Dame might sneak in there once in a while, but it's like, come on, y'all. They asked uh, – Coach Heupel from Tennessee, they asked him, this was a while back, and they go, how would you fix, um, if it was your dream, how would you fix you know, like the playoff? He was like, I'd take the top four SEC teams in the best play. <laughs> and they were like, no. And they're like, it was like, all right. And now you look at it and go, yeah. Tennessee would have done better. Bama would have done better. Yeah. Vandy would have, Missouri would have done better. Yeah. Um, whatever. All right. Well, kudos to the dogs. Yep. In that. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, last week we started a new series mm-hmm. called uh, Seven Checkpoints. It's a book which I told you I was going to give you the book and I didn't. That's um, okay. I should I should give you the book. Um, something that I teach the teens every so often, four or five years. I at least want a student for the seven years that they are with me in student ministry to at least get it once. Yeah. Right. And they're lucky enough they may get it seventh grade, sixth grade, and then when they're seniors again. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe book in that. Um, but all right. So going through, uh, that we talked about authentic faith last week. Um, if you didn't listen to that one, you can go back to that and listen to authentic faith and, and building that foundation. And it's not circumstantial faith. Uh, it's having this real belief, um, 
in the word and in Jesus. And it was good. It was good. Today, we're going to talk about spiritual disciplines. And it just so happens that it's the new year. A lot of people are now like, hey, daily Bible reading plan, uh, prayer apps. Let me get on some things. So I, I think it's very timely as well, since it's only what I say today recording this is the 10th. The 10th. Yeah. Uh, um, most people are like, I've already failed. <laughs> yeah. I'm already six days behind. It's okay. Yeah. If you miss, if, if you've missed your daily, your, your daily Bible reading plan and you're like, I'm already six days behind. Yeah. Just start. Yeah. And it's okay. don't try to catch up. Just go from where you just are. Just go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just go where you are. It's okay. It's okay. We give you grace in that. Um, and that doesn't mean you're a bad person. It means you busy life. Yeah. Um, discipline. Discipline is an interesting word. Um, and in particular, I think the beginning of the year is a time that we try to like tighten up our discipline. Right? And, and uh, of, uh, comprehensively all around your life. Cleaning to money to, yeah, to yeah, time. Your to, health. Yes, all of it. Um, and uh, do we consider our spiritual discipline as we're approaching the year? I think, I think there's a lot of energy and excitement right now. Um, and it's a question of, are you directing that in God's direction? And yeah. two, are you directing it in a way that's going to be sustainable over the whole of the year? So you don't find yourself in January of 2024 being like, ah, yeah, another year. I should have more. I didn't do it. Yeah. yeah it's it, that, that is unique. Uh, again, I've talked about this. I've talked about this before about how I'm, I'm not big on like, it's a new year. Like if you want to start something, start it whenever, yeah. but there is something unique about the brand new year that we're all kind of attuned to. Yeah. Uh, Cambodia celebrates new year in April. Oh, good to know. So there you go. Sorry, well, that I, was one more thing that I read. Cambodia, put this one in the pocket. <laughs> when we get to April, yeah. about that. Um, but yeah, it, it, since since like culturally we are all thinking about it, yeah. well, let's not piggyback on that. Like, you know, Or we should piggyback on that to be like, all right, as a church. I know we think about this as a staff uh, and as ministers, I think about that with our students. We had a meeting yesterday with a guy that came in, talked two hours, you know, to us about prayer, mm-hmm. uh, and it was good. Yeah. It was very good for me. It was encouraging. It was, uh, um, it kind of poked me a little bit, yeah. right? Which, which I need, right? Um, but how often is the normals, the normies? How is everyone else that doesn't work for a church? <laughs> how are they thinking about this? Yeah. And I think it is more in line with, I'm going to save more this year. Uh, I'm going to uh, put my socks in the dirty hamper when I'm supposed to. Yeah. I'm going to save money. I'm going to work out. Um, you know, my wife now has an app where trying to have our kids spend a thousand hours outside Oh, this year. That's fun. And so she is all, she's like, all right, we were two and a half hours, three hours, which is harder now. What's that break out to like 250, 300 hours a month? I have no clue. Oh, I haven't no, that done can't that. be right. I, I don't know. Yeah. No, that can't. I have no idea. I'm somewhere in there. A thousand hours or ten thousand hours? I, I think it's a thousand. Okay, so it's like a hundred-ish a month. Yeah. Okay. Right, which is very. I, I went way off the. Road. And and we're not even counting recess time at school. Yeah. Like we're just saying, at our house, are we spending more? Like, are we spending more time on TV? Yeah. Or more time now when it's thirty degrees and it's raining out. We gotta do it together. Probably do. gonna be a movie night, yeah. right? We can at least make a fort together yeah. and have some fun. We'll pretend we're outside. Yeah, and we'll try to do that and go to the playroom and, and have some fun. But how often do people um, at our church think about their spiritual disciplines? Mm. And I know for us as a church, we've been trying to talk about it 
um, as our new 2030 vision, like, hey, we want you to be in prayer, prayer walks. We want you to read your Bible with our students. And it's been hard on me too. Uh, but this year I, I, I have challenged them to, when you come to church, bring your Bible. Yeah. And it's a I good habit. Yeah. And I get it. You don't want to set it aside. Every week there's a handful Somebody of, leaves, yeah. there's a handful of Bibles that are left at our church and we're like, all right, we have your Bible. Yeah. Right. Um, but for them to bring their Bible, not their phone. So we take our phones every Sunday morning class, every Wednesday night, there's our phone table. Everyone put your phones to the side, Yeah. but I have the Bible app. Yeah, I get it. But maybe starting this spiritual discipline of like, hey, bring your own Bible. Yeah. So when I say, hey, I would highlight and mark this, mm-hmm. circle this word, circle this verse, make a note of this. They just use our Bibles that we have. Yeah. And I'm about to take, that sounds bad. I'm about <laughs> to take away all of our Bibles. I'm taking away all the Bibles. All the Bibles. So you kids have to have your own. Yeah. Um, and I am trying not to put as much on the screens anymore. Like, yeah. hey, let's actually get, because I'm bad about that. I love my phone. Uh, I like my computer with it. I'll put it on the screens. We'll read it from there. But there's something, I think, special. And I tried to talk to them about, because I don't have this in my life. And you may have this, but but I know that I don't. Like, I don't have my great granddad's Bible, Yeah. right? Where it's like weathered and it's marked and it's and highlighted. And you're like, oh, that'd be cool to have. Yeah. Trying to teach our sixth graders, like, hey, start now. And how cool is that, that at some point you can pass this Bible down to your family? Yeah. And they know what you have been highlighting and thinking about and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about this before, too. We talked about journaling. Yeah, absolutely. But your Bible is kind of this version of that. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I have one main Bible that I use. Of course, I use my phone. I'm on my yeah. computer doing stuff. Yeah. But like I use my Bible a lot in preparation for this, lessons, anytime I have to speak, classes, anything yeah. like that. And I do write all over the thing. Yeah. And what has been a blessing to me is when I go back to a verse. You're like, oh. And I look at the notes that I made mm-hmm. or some thought that I had yeah. through a prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, and it blesses me again. And it's like a journal <clears throat> in that way. And then to think about being able to give that to my kids when I'm gone yeah. and for them to make their way through scripture and say, Oh, look at what dad yeah. put down here. I hadn't thought about that. Or that's really special yeah. to me that I have that. So there's some, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's, it's almost like your spiritual roadmap. Yes. Kind of as you're making your way through and, and how God's working and moving in your life and things that are um, brought to your attention. And like one, it's helpful for you to be able to go back and look at those mm-hmm. things, but it's a great but legacy you can also to pass, pass it on. on. Yeah. yeah. You know, my thing is I have like three or four Bibles. I'm the same way. Yeah. Like I have the big study Bible and then I have one that I like to teach and preach out of. I have one that's all black for like weddings and stuff, you know, yeah. like, like, Oh, this is my, this is my fancy. This, this is, is my, my tuxedo. Bible. This is my tuxedo Bible. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I do. I do have my tuxedo Bible somewhere. I think that one's upstairs in the teen room. Um, but it's trying to get that. Um, and that's a spiritual discipline. And you yeah. think, well, is it? Yeah, you know, that's a spiritual discipline that's going to help you um, be in God's word more. Yeah. Um, and kind of have that. One of the things that I think about when I think about students, of course, but then you can help me brainstorm this into adulthood when we talk about doing new 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 year's resolutions or just any kind of change we like to see an end result so mm-hmm. hey i'm going to work out and try to lose weight and eat better this year and so 
at the end of 2022, I should be able to get on a scale. I should be able to look at my body. I should be able to look at my health and lab results, whatever it is to go, Hey, I bettered myself this year and there is an end goal or, Hey, we're going to save money. So in two years we can go to Disney or whatever it is, a trip, whatever it is. And you can look at your bank account and go, am I doing it or am I not? Am I doing it? Right. And there is results in that. And for our students, they have so much stuff going on in their life. I mean, I know I talked about this before. There is so much going on here yeah. uh, uh, that was not around when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is mountain biking uh, teams, and then there's choir, and then there's show choir, and there's all girls choir, and dance there's team. band, and there's <laughs> dance. There's so many kids in a group there in dance. We should get them up on Sunday morning. We could have a dance team. Uh, <laughs> Lyric, lyrical dancing. Yeah, interpretive lyrical yes. dancing to uh, Old Rugged Cross <laughs> or whatever it may be. But they don't miss those games, do they? No. They don't miss those practices, do they? Nope. Like, it, And I run into this. We're about to go to a retreat um, in Gatlinburg in February. We do it every year. It's awesome. It's called Winterfest. Um, Winterfest.org. There's about... I don't know, 75 other things called Winterfest. Uh, <laughs> but this is one that we do. And it's in February. And I got kids now going, oh, that may be the start of whatever season. baseball. Yeah. Or I may have this. or I get, and, and I had a girl go, I got a cheer thing. Yeah, And it's like, yeah, that's great too. Like, it's hard to push to say, should you do that or not do that? Because Winterfest is not the end-all be-all. Like, yep. it, it's not like if you go to that, then you're a better Christian. I'm not yeah. saying that. But having this discipline of like, no, I want to be at church. Mm-hmm. I want to do I want to read this. So like when you are a kid, if you're on the baseball team and you miss some practices, what will happen if you miss enough practices? Yeah, you get to sit on the bench. You don't get to play. Yeah. What happens if you don't bring your Bible, if you don't pray, and we're not going to kick you out of church, yeah, right? It's not like no, nope, I'm going to sit you on the bench. You don't, you don't get to read this morning. Yep. We don't, we don't, you know, we don't do that. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we should do that yeah. either. <laughs> I'm not saying we should do that, but there's no immediate consequence for not living out spiritual disciplines. Yep. That's hard for teenagers to grasp that. Like, hey, in ten years, you're going to be stunted spiritually because you have not prioritized that. It's even hard as adults yep. to say, hey, this next two, three years, you're going to be stunted Yeah. If, if you don't commit to spiritual disciplines. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about this is definitely not a kid issue. This is an, yes, uh, this yes. is an everybody <laughs> issue. Um, and probably one of the greater challenges that we face as followers of Christ, I don't want to be too bold about it, but yeah. instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Um, our society is marked by instant gratification. We talk about it all the time. You want groceries, you hit a button, somebody else shops for you, you just go pick it up. Or they can bring them to your door. Bring them to your door. You order something on Amazon, it's there in two days. Um, yeah. You know, we like, we like, we want what we want. We want it right now. <sighs> and we're losing the ability to wait. Yeah. And we just went through Advent. Advent is all about this <laughs> expectation of the coming Christ. Um, and that's why I think it's so great that, that churches and communities focus on that. And it's a reminder that waiting is holy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jesus waited. You know, everybody in Scripture had to wait on God to move, um, to achieve whatever God had called them to do in their lives. Um, and we've got to overcome that. 
um, mm-hmm. as a people and model that for our kids yes. and for, for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, because faithfulness, we talked about this yesterday in our meeting, um, faithfulness is my life and its orientation towards or away from God. Yes. And I want to look at my life and see my life pointed towards God with this really long tail. Yeah, yeah. And say that I've been moving in this direction steadily, progressively forward towards God. Um, and a, a lack of serious pursuit of these spiritual disciplines is going to just shorten up that line. It's going to make my progress incremental or not at all. Yeah, we like to think about it. So it was a uh, chart that I put on the board of like, we like to put a circle on the church and put dots and say, are you in or are you out? It's like, okay, but it's like, that's not the case. We, we're always moving. Mm-hmm. You're always growing in your faith or you're not. And right. so that tails what you're talking about, that, that like yeah. arrow. Yeah. You want to know like, Hey, I've been moving for a long time in the right Towards direction. God. Yeah. Right. Or have I moved the past six months away from God or six years or whatever it may be. Right. We want the arrows to go towards him. Mm-hmm. Um, not just towards church and church growth, but towards spiritual growth and your journey with God. And you want that tail of that arrow to continue to grow. Right. Um, and that's what spiritual disciplines do. Right. Um, so they kind of help you with that. Um, I got a verse here in first Timothy four, <clears throat> seven and eight. Um, that I like it's Paul over here coaching Timothy and it says, train yourself for godliness for while bodily training is of some value. Godliness is a value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. Mm. When you think about this, when you think about your goals for 2023, is it I'm going to run, you know, you know, every day or X amount of miles or I'm going to work out, I'm going to do this. And you think about this bodily training and it's like, he says, it's good of some value, but if you want all value, spiritual discipline. Yeah. Um, And again, there's no like chart. There's no like, well, if I read my Bible, if I read it 365 days this year, then I'm going to be a better Christian. There's, there's no ranking system. There's no way to really kind of just comprehend that. It has to be over a long period of time to right. go, oh, I think I've grown in this. I think the fruits of the spirit have increased in me because of these disciplines. Mm-hmm. And again, that's a one-on-one conversation between you and God. Yeah. Um, and hopefully those around you can see that as well too. And could speak into you of like, Hey, I've, have seen you grow this past few years. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, this is, this is nothing new. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I think, uh, the word discipline can kind of be scary, um, because we kind of associate that with your parents or like getting in trouble or or somebody reprimanded by an authority. Yeah. But when I hear spiritual discipline, I hear spiritual self-discipline. And I think generally people agree that self-discipline is a good thing. Is a really good thing. Yeah. And in my own life, I benefit tremendously from discipline of all sorts of kinds. Yes. Like when I don't eat right yeah. and I don't work out, guess what? I don't feel good. And <laughs> yeah. I get sick more often mm. and I can't play with my kids the way I want to. But when I exercise self-discipline in those key areas, I feel better. And hopefully I'll live longer and yeah. be able to serve God longer. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing when we're talking about our spiritual growth. Um, it's not discipline in terms of if you don't do it, you're going to get 
in trouble yeah. or something, not from, you know, but like your spiritual health is yes. going to suffer. And and that's hard to gauge. Right. Year after year, month after month, whatever it may be, that's that's a hard one to gauge. And I think that's right. And that's where, you know, it comes for that long, you know, period of time of journaling and looking back and going, "Oh, no, I I I have seen and I feel myself growing." over the past, whatever it may be, because yeah. I took that self, self spiritual discipline yeah, um, and seeing value in that. If you were to ask a Christian, I, I would assume if you were to go to our church and you were to ask some of our, I like to call it seasoned members, people that have been here longer, people that are a little bit older, but have you reached the fruits of the spirit? Like, are you at the end? They'll be like, no, right. I'm always growing. I think that's, that's one thing I think is kind of hard too is there's no end point to this. Yeah, you know, you know, like the college football, they're done. Georgia worked for this all summer, all year, all the meetings, all the practices, all the stuff, and then and they did it. We held a trophy. We won. We're done. Yeah, we accomplished it. We don't have that spiritually. Yeah, it's an inward growth that you have to be okay that it may take a little bit. Yeah, um, and kind of see that. Well, and as we uh, as we think about this in terms of our other goals. Like if, yeah, if yeah, yeah. you know, you've talked all, all about it this morning. If we want to get more fit, we're going to kind of make some decisions and maybe even write some stuff down oh, absolutely. and say, these are things that I'm going to do to achieve those goals. Like, are we willing to put the same effort and intention into our spiritual disciplines? And it's like you said, I don't think there's some template there are certainly good practices oh yes that we could recommend yes um but what are you willing to commit to uh-huh. and i think that any step forward in your spiritual disciplines is a good step yes and um i had one verse that i wanted to share it's it's, yeah. it's one that i've shared on the podcast before and it's one that i come back to often um it's from second peter chapter one uh, starting in verse five, it says, for this reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with goodness, goodness with knowledge, knowledge with self-control, self-control with endurance, endurance with godliness, godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being useless or unfruitful <laughs> in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. This picture here in scripture is a, is a picture of spiritual growth. Yes. It, it, right. Yes. We this start to this, this to that. Yeah. We start with faith. Faith is a gift. Faith, faith, yeah. is, faith, faith might be one of those things that you don't really have to work for. You, yeah. re- you receive that faith, but then it says, make every effort. Bible speak for try. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah. do something do about something. this, yeah. And as you grow and as you mature, you'll see your life being changed and developed in these ways. And then it lands in love, and that's mm-hmm. ultimately our goal: yeah. is to love God better and to love our neighbor better. Um, but what I take from this passage is this isn't passive. Like, yeah, you start following Jesus, and then all of a sudden, these things just begin to happen to you. It says, make every effort. It yeah. says that your your willingness to to try to grow in these ways is going to be what produces the fruit of love in your life. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I think anything, uh, uh, that is worth it is worth effort to achieve it. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense to us on every other level. Every Yes. Right. Do we apply the same logic here? 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. We should. I, I think so, right? Right. We make every effort to uh, um, achieve our career goals. We make uh, every effort to achieve our family goals, mm-hmm. on and on and on. Are we making every effort to achieve the spiritual growth that we see in Scripture? Yeah. That's just a question that I have to ask myself. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's hard. And that's, again, why we push getting into a church, getting into small groups, and getting into a, a community of people, whether it's you, friends, spouse, whatever it is that can help you mm-hmm. and um, can can maybe see that in you. Yep. Um, and you can walk with one another, and you're like, hey, I've not been you know praying as much as I should be. Well, let me encourage you in that. Yeah. And how can I help you in that? Like, this isn't intended for you to live on an island, yeah. and it's like, do this, and you better do it, and good luck. Yeah. It's, hey, God wants you to grow spiritually, and he has put things – um, into place to help you do that. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it's, it's not well, good luck. We hope you get it or not. He's like, no, I want God wants you to grow spiritually. Yeah. And he's like, I, I have put things around you to help you in that. Now, are you going to be open, vulnerable uh, and willing to say, okay, let me use the tools I have. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and advocate for the use of testosterone or HGH or, or any sort of performance. We're getting to Liver drug. King this morning. I didn't know. Uh, Flat earth and Liver King. We're gonna, our numbers are going to be super high on this one. But if my goal is to get stronger, yeah. if I want to uh, yeah. escalate that and yeah. make it happen faster, there's a supplement that I can take that's going to juice that you, up. You can go to GNC. I don't know if you can go to GNC to get all that stuff. But yeah, you can go and get things to help you. God has given us the same thing. If you want to juice your <laughs> spiritual growth, God has given you the tool, the supplement of community yeah. that's going to surround you with accountability, encouragement, and shared mission. And and those things are going to push you along on this path yeah. where if you were sitting there by yourself, you might get you might get stunted or yeah. or bogged down, and these the people around you who have a shared mission are going to push you forward, and they're not going to leave you behind. Absolutely, I know we've gone long this time, uh, but I, I think this is a very important conversation. So I want to leave some practical steps. Uh, there's a ton of spiritual disciplines out there. There's some that you can get into of going to. Uh, you know, we've known people that have done weeks long silent retreats. We know a lady who's done a month long. Oh, it's a month long, retreat. a month long silent retreat. And for me, that sounds miserable, but it's like, oh, well, you don't have to do a month long. Maybe <laughs> yeah. you do a day. Right. And, but, but that's, that's a part of a spiritual discipline. So I want to go through, um, there's a bunch, I got 12 here. I don't know if we're going to hit all 12, uh, and we're not going to spend a ton of time on this. I know we're already at 38 minutes. Uh, um, but just to kind of go through these where if you're new here and you're like, all right, I want to do spiritual disciplines. What is that, yep. right? So one, study. Yep. Studying God's word, um, and that may be also not just reading God's word, but there's a there's a big difference between reading and studying it. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, I try to tell our students, I would rather you read, like. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John over and over and over and over again this entire year Then you try to read the whole Bible as quick as you can. Yeah. Because that's not growth. Now, you might get something from it, and God's Word is very powerful, but it's not this book just to read. It's a book to help grow. Yeah. So if you need to uh, uh, um, chew, um, if you need to uh, uh, spend time in some Scripture, you don't have to rush through it. Yeah. Spend some time in that. So studying, uh, and that may be going to other people that may be listening to this podcast Please, we say this all the time. Do more. <laughs> Don't let the Bible buffoons be the only way you're studying God's word. Yeah. Right? And, co- and connect action to your study. Don't just study it intellectually. Let it 
impact who you are and the decisions you make. Yeah, we talk about it uh, as um, dissect and digest. There you go. So, on, so you know, we want to dissect God's word, word, and we want to digest it, put it in us, and then, and that should you know propel you to love and act and be different. Move it from your head to your heart to your feet. There we go. <laughs> I like it. Two prayer. Prayer is a big one. Guys, it's free. You ain't even gonna have a Bible to do this. <laughs> Just start praying, right? And there's tons of things online um, to help you pray, um, to teach you to pray. We got a thing yesterday that was like five five minute prayers that will lead up to an hour. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is very practical. Yeah. Like this is very doable, right? So prayer. Three fasting. Maybe we'll have an episode on this. This is something that we've recently talked about at our church. Um, it's not something we talk a lot about, yeah. about fasting, but it's very biblical. Yeah. Um, so fasting. Four, confession, mm-hmm. right? It's, we're also not great at that in our tribe. Yeah. Uh, but again, I think small group and spouses, it doesn't have to be in front of 500 people on a Sunday morning. And you, yeah. Or it could be, right? Um, it, yeah. Or, or, you know, it could be in that. Five, worship. Mm-hmm. And that's not just, hey, I listen to... K-Love. I listen to Caleb, you know, and I'm over here singing, you know, magic. Uh, 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 no, what's the worship? Uh, I went blank. Elevate worship or <laughs> whatever. But actually going to church. Yeah. Like making this a priority. Yeah. Um, and now we love our numbers at our church have been up this year in the past few Sundays. So I think people are like, hey, I want to get back into it. Now it's just trying to encourage them like, hey, this isn't just gyms and churches, I think, are very full in January. Absolutely. Like, what happens in February, March and April? That's right. Right, uh, six fellowship. Get get into a group, meet some people, and that's hard, and that could be vulnerable, and that could be scary to invest into a group and the time and the energy that it takes into that. But again, it is worth it for your spiritual growth. Uh, seven, rest. Mm. Hey, take a Sabbath, take some time to rest. Um, and I think for our culture, that's not. This may be a very hard one yeah, for a lot of us because we are a go, 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 do, do, do. Don't want to be lazy. I also just said do, do. Uh, (laughs) Get, 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 right? It's like we don't want to be lazy. Resting is good. Resting is you telling yourself and God, hey, I trust you. Hey, God ordained work and rest. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm going to work hard because Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to work hard, but I'm supposed to rest hard as well. Yeah. And intentionally, intentionally and say, God, I'm, I'm going to give you this day. I trust you with the world for this time. Yeah. It's not on me. Perfect. Uh, celebration. Um, you know, Philippians four says rejoice in the Lord. Always again, I will say rejoice. Like thinking about Thanksgiving celebration, rejoice as a family. Are you rejoicing in what happened in 2022? Are you celebrating what happened and all the little things, big and small, um, do that nine service. Um, how are you putting this into action? Yeah. This is not a passive deal. This is an active deal. How do we help serve? Big and small. You can go to Honduras. You can you can support a preaching school in another country. You can do whatever. Or you could say hi to your neighbor. Yeah. And you can ask your neighbor if they need anything, right? Yep. Uh, big and small. Ten, generosity, kind of the same thing. Um, your time, your talents, your gifts, your money, whatever that may be. Um, yeah, and that's kind of... The other one, and then the other one, uh, there's a few more, but one is disciple making. Yeah. Of you growing your faith and you doing these disciplines, are you passing that along for other people? Yeah. Are you helping other people grow? If you are 
30 steps ahead, are you helping people back saying, hey, well, let me help you in this, Yeah, uh, which I think is great too. Absolutely. There's a lot here, y'all. Uh, there are uh, thousands of books and websites and things to help you in this. Our goal is that you work in 2023 uh, and your seven checkpoints and one of them being um, spiritual discipline. Set some goals. Yeah, set some goals. And give yourself grace. Absolutely. If you miss a day or two, you know what? You miss a day or two. Mm-hmm. Start back. Yep. Um, God doesn't care that you click everything on your app, but your heart, are you trying yeah. uh, to do that? So, hey, we hope you guys uh, make some goals. Have a good um, have a good week. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, review, subscribe, share. Our numbers were great this past few weeks. Um, you, know, you know, maybe some people are saying, I'll listen to a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> share it. North Dakota, we got it. We got a few more weeks uh, to get you in January. <laughs> uh, hopefully that works out. Awesome. Get there. Well, hey, have a good week, and we will catch you all next time. Bye, friends. See you.